Hello and welcome to the Success with Savita podcast where we share hot tips on how to do life and business without losing your mind. I'm your host Savita Nanjapa, entrepreneur, high achieving 9 to 5er turned transformational success coach, helping you create a wildly successful business. Come hang out with me and other fabulous humans like you every week for stories and chats packed with a healthy dose of tips, resources, how-tos and real talk. Side effects may include a happier and more confident you with each passing day. Hi and welcome to the show. Today with me is my lovely guest joining me all the way from Malaysia, uh, Shalini Subramaniam. She is a personal branding coach and consultant and uh, she has so much value to share. I have personally been watching her lives and I've been watching her videos and I'm like, okay, need to make notes on this. So Shalini, welcome. And thank you so much for being so generous with your time today and for being here and making the time. I know you have a little one as well. So welcome to the show. Uh, and I look forward to our conversation. Savitra, thank you so much for uh, inviting me to be part of your show. I mean, I've been watching some of your shows. Uh, you're doing some amazing job. You're trying to make an impact by bringing me in women, in, women who are creating impacts to actually share their stories. Um, I'm sure it's going to inspire many people, especially uh, women who are looking into coming out from their, you know, uh, just working at home, trying to do, achieve something on their own. I'm sure all the stories that you're sharing is going to influence one or two people and uh, make them create impact at the same time. Uh, so I'm so glad to be part of your show and I'm really looking forward for it. Thank you. Thank you for your kind words as well. I hope it does, fingers crossed, just does cause impact on someone's life. But I'm being impacted every single day by amazing women like you. So I want to like really hear about your work because I think you had an interesting journey. So let's start with your journey, the work you do and what brought you to coaching from the corporate world? Uh, okay, so if you ask me three years ago, what is coaching? I don't really know what is it. Uh, I would say, what am I doing today is more of a calling because I never in my life imagined that I'll be doing training or coaching. I mean, I always wanted to do business. Um, that's what I always uh, tell people when people ask me when I was young, what you want to do? I would say, I want, I want to become a businesswoman. It's just that I was too young. I don't really know what businesswoman I wanted to become. Uh, so um, what brought me to this journey up to where am I today is it just came along the way. You know, I'm someone who always look, um, explore into what my true passion is. And I've been doing it for many years now. I would say even since uh, when I was in university, I keep asking my friends, what do you think I'm good at? What do you think I should be doing? Okay. But over a period of time, I guess uh, I just figured that it's me who have to explore what truly I want to do. And that's when I went into renting and do different things. You know, when I was in corporate, when I moved from Malaysia to Singapore, when I had the freedom, you know, I was on my own. I thought, okay, this is my chance that I need to explore as many things as possible. And that's when I get into different stuff. And I, at the same time, started a few uh, side hustles at the same time. So I was into beauty, I was into fashion. You know, I did uh, some e-commerce platforms as well. I developed app as well. So a lot of things I did while in the site. Mm -hmm. And, uh, you know, um, after I returned back to Malaysia and, you know, I really wanted to do something else. I really got bored with my corporate. You know, I and it's not that, you know, I want to become an entrepreneur, so I have to leave my job. I, you know, I'm, I, 
I know that it's, it's just a fancy word that everyone start using becoming an entrepreneur because becoming an entrepreneur truly it's a very difficult thing to do. And during that point of time, I was more like, I just want to do something else. It's, it could just be in corporate, uh, you know, just try some other companies and all that. So I went into a different, uh, I totally went to government organization. So I moved from a corporate to a government organization, uh, you know, just to try different experience and, you know, and do more to community because in the government, government position, I was more on the, you know, community-based uh, work. Okay. And I did learn a lot from there, but I was asked to leave after some time because of, you know, some changes that happened in the government organization and all that. And I was like, okay, why I'm looking for a different job? Why not? I just try things that I always want to do as a full-time, you know, entrepreneur. So that's when I, you know, get into blogging, writing, you know, meeting people and just figuring out what other things that I can do. So that's when I came up with my own product. So I have a planner and journal uh, that I I think I launched that, yeah, three years ago. And, you know, I started with that. And while I was doing that, I learned about marketing. And it was so fascinating. I was like, why I never learned about marketing before? Why I never actually knew that such thing exists? Uh, that was three years ago. And I was like, I was, I felt like I was inside a bubble while I was in this uh, corporate world that I didn't go out there and figure out what else I could do. And when I came out and I had the freedom to really explore other things, that's when I figured that there are so many other ways to actually make money and do things that I wanted to do. And, you know, even though I got a job at that period of time, you know, I was asked to come back to corporate by my previous company. They give me increment 20-30%. But I said no. <laughs> I didn't know why at that time. I was like, I think I'll just do this. Um, I just want to give myself a year. That's what I told myself. Uh, to my family members, they were very uh, disappointed and worried that why did I say no to such a good opportunity? And I wasn't really making money in my business at that time, at that point of time as well. But I just told them that, you know, give myself one year. I want to give myself one year. And that period of time, I still got pregnant. I was like, okay, um, you know, if it is not now, then it's never. You know, I'll just do it now and give myself a year. And, you know, I just want to see where it's going to take me. Mm-hmm. And that's when I get into training and coaching. And, you know, just along the way, things change and, you know, fold into uh, who am I becoming today? My gosh. Um, I resonate with your story, strangely, because, A, I started out in the corporate world. That was my dream. I never wanted to be an entrepreneur. It, it just never occurred to me till I decided at the end of 17 years that, okay, uh, I don't even know what my purpose is. So I feel like so many parts of your story really, because I started also blogging. I was always interested in fashion and style. So yeah, your story resonates with me so much. And so you started this, you had your baby and then, you know, today you are doing the work that you're doing. But what made you, narrow down into you know the personal branding space what calls you to personal branding so when i started i started um, more on into the digital marketing itself so helping small businesses uh, uh you know to build their business through social media uh, through google and all that um but along the way i wanted to become a business coach because you know i had an experience on starting side hustle and i know many people especially women they want to start a business on their own and i know that i can help them because i have the experience and i had the knowledge for 5 years starting my own side hustle and i know that with the knowledge and experience that i have i can help women to get started in you know their own side hustle but you know i just figured that uh, you know even though i had a good number of followings you know i 
I have people around me who, you know, know me, but I couldn't, uh, I couldn't really sell my programs or my services to people. You know, there are people inquiring, but they were not really interested to buy from you or they just back off after knowing the price and all that. And at that period of time, I was very disappointed. So I already gave birth to my baby. And I really need to take this, you know, a, a level higher. I cannot be just staying stagnant. And that period of time, like, I need to hire a coach. So I hired a coach. Uh, she was my first coach. Her name is Ruby Lee. She's back in Australia. Yeah. And, uh, you know, and I went in with her for, like, six months. And, you know, the first one first month uh, when I told her all my stories and then she was like Shalini you need to build your brand like people don't know who you are now maybe you have some people who could be knowing who you are but they are yet to trust they yet to have the trust in you for them to buy from you you know it's not that you don't have enough experience or enough knowledge it's just you don't share enough and people you're not really promoting yourself. People don't know what you're doing and they don't see the achievement behind you. Because at that point of time, I am a person who's very shy in sharing things on social media. I don't really share anything on social media. I like to keep things on my own. Uh, you know, uh, I find that, you know, I don't know, it's just me. <laughs> I'm an introvert. So I usually think that I share basically on food, maybe or more on fashion, beauty and all that. <laughs> yeah. So um, sharing my success or sharing things, a little things, a little wins here and there makes me very uncomfortable. Like, you know, people have done so much more in their life. What am I sharing this? Not going to make any difference or, you know, what, what am I going to be proud of? Right. But, you know, she convinced me that every, every little thing that you do and you share, it will influence some people who are watching, you know, it will take some time for people to recognize you. And that's, that builds up uh, over a period of time. That's why branding takes time. So I just, you know, I don't know what she was saying. You know, I thought, like, okay, never mind. Uh, we just do, uh, you know, what is needed at that point of time. Uh, you know, I was really desperate. I need to get things done, uh, get things out there. So I was like, okay, I'm going to start my journey on LinkedIn. I'm going to do this, right? So when I went in on LinkedIn and I started my three months uh, journey in that, so I have a 90 days video challenge. So I was posting videos every single day. Wow. I had no idea what I was trying to do, but I know that, you know, I, uh, I'm trying to put my words out there, trying to uh, people to recognize me. And, you know, over a period of time when I learned that people start coming to me in two ways, people start coming to me in one is because they find it inspiring, my poses. In some ways, you know, some people reach out to me and say that your poses are inspiring. Secondly, when people come to me and ask me, how can I help them? In what way I can help them? And that was a game changer for me because it never happened. <laughs> and I was like, okay, this is something new. And there's something different that I've done this period or this time. And, you know, compared to last time, that's why now people are reaching out to me and asking about me. Uh, when I'm not even promoting my services out there. And that point of time, I realized that digital marketing is important, but marketing is different than branding. And I need to bring the branding words out there and, you know, make more people who, are, who have been struggling similarly like me, you know, they've been doing marketing, but they, they just don't know why is it not reaching out to people. They need to learn that, you know, after marketing, that's where the branding comes in. It's so important to keep the connection uh, with your audience because that's what builds the trust. And that's where branding and storytelling, uh, you know, plays a very big role in what am I doing now. 
Yeah. So that's how I eventually narrowed down to personal branding. Personal branding. Okay, awesome. Uh, again, I'm feeling like all of these stories that you're sharing, just me, right? I mean, uh, yeah, uh, too hard to share your wins. Don't want to show up and say like, what am I doing? But I'm going to make a note, of course, on the 90 days of content sharing. You know, Russell Brunson said this. Uh, he said in the beginning, just create content every single day. So I feel like, yeah, I mean, you are an example of having done that right. So uh, my next question is actually on what is the gap today and how women are showing up online? And I think it's exactly the same thing that you and me are, I'm resonating with you and what you're sharing. Uh, is there any other gap that you see or is it just this that I'm afraid to show up? I don't know how to sh share my wins. Uh, so, you know, being afraid to show up, uh, you know, because, you know, you might think that others might judge you, you know, or afraid that you're not good enough. All those things happens both for men and also women, right? But I guess for women, what's holding them back is uh, the thought of, like, uh, how the, their reputation is going to influence their families. Yeah. You know, as an Asian woman, we have you know, we have to consider so many other things around us, our family, our friends, you know, what are going, what are people going to say uh, in terms of how is it going to influence our family members? And that itself is going to hold a lot of women from uh, standing up for themselves, even though, you know, it's just them sharing about themselves, you know, day-to-day -day things and all that, but afraid that people judging them will influence their family, family's reputation is holding many movement out there i guess uh, that is fading off uh, now but it's still there in a lot of Asian countries no i agree i think it's still there and a lot of people maybe like some of us who've done the work maybe okay but it's still you you hit the nail on the head um so my next one would be okay now i've got the courage i've decided to show up what are some tips, especially if I want to play out large on LinkedIn? What are some starter tips that you can share for someone who's watching this on how to build a brand on LinkedIn? Okay, so uh, first of all, when you decide to go all in on LinkedIn, um, you have to um, you have to put that put this in your mind that there are going to be a lot of people who are going to come and criticize you, you know, and that shouldn't hold you up. Uh, when you have got started because a lot of people they start and one thing that keeps them away is because okay someone is criticizing me now i have to step back and just watch my words second is that they have to stop uh, thinking that you know they're going to get the result overnight it's not going to be overnight it's going to take some time for some people it might take six months some people one year it differs based on your niche based on how much effort that you're putting out there so um, these two things shouldn't stop you while you are in this journey right. so when you are getting started firstly uh, my advice is to observe the people in your niche you know the, those influencers those impactors on your niche what are they actually doing it is, um, you know, many times we don't have to reinvent the wheel because the wheel is not already there. You know, the success is already shown. We can actually, uh, you know, uh, look into a successful person and observe what are they doing and try to do similar things that the person is doing. Okay. So maybe you can pick a role model on LinkedIn uh, within your niche or someone uh, that you find very inspiring. You know, follow them and look at their past work where they started because everyone started from zero so look at their past poses scroll down you know up to where they got started 
and really see what kind of changes that happen to them. I mean, that's what I did in the beginning. I picked two or three person and, you know, they might have been on, uh, you know, building their brand for almost one, two years. But what I did was I really scrolled down to where they were before and see, you know, uh, what they, how the journey started and how they became who they are today. And you will be very surprised that at first there were no one, but one or two poses had become so viral and have changed their fate in some ways, right? So uh, looking at, um, you know, what others have done and how you can, you know, um, how to say, create a similar success for yourself yeah. is what I will ask you to do in the beginning itself. That means knowing the plan, where are you going? Rather than just thinking of doing it, uh, you know, dreaming of doing it, it's, it's important to have the plan and also take the action at the same time. Absolutely. Okay, so great tips. And I know that my next question was going to be, what was, what was the game changer for you in building your brand? And you shared that, you know, you started doing this challenge. Um, is there anything you want to add to that? Like, what was like the one thing that changed the whole game for you? Uh, okay, so... I would say two things that, you know, really motivate me to keep going. So a lot of people say, how would you stay consistent, right? Um, on, any, on, on any social media platform. One is, of course, uh, your determination. You, you know, it's something that you put as important for you to. It's a to-do thing. This comes as the first thing that you have to do each and every day. Because it's, it's, it's priority for you to get it done. It's part of uh, a deal for you. Another thing is because uh, I, when people start messaging you and saying that, you know, this is very inspiring, keep sharing, saying that my podcast changed, uh, you know, their, their mindset in some ways because, you know, they have gone through the similar thing that I went through. And now that I'm one or two or three steps ahead of them, you know, they're so happy to see that because, you know, they see themselves in the same position as me. And that, of course, keeps me going, celebrating the small wins. And at the same time, when, you know, I, you know, I get fully booked, when people come and inquire about my group program, you know, when they want to participate, when they want to learn how to create content, all those kind of things uh, are really getting, really a game changer in my business because uh, I could see how powerful is it when you consistently build a brand uh, for yourself. Uh, because a lot of people don't understand. For them, it's more, uh, branding means it's about, self-promotion, talking about, yeah. you know, all the huge success things that you have done, but it's also about a lot of struggles, a lot of challenges that you're going through. And I do share a lot of challenges along the way. I never say that my, my first program was so successful, but I have always shared that, you know, you know how, what was the struggle and how eventually, you know, I get ch things changed along the way in few months uh, along the road, right? So those kind of things... Um, really keep me going uh, a long way yeah absolutely um so i was going to i'm going to touch upon something that you shared a little earlier right so when people start they're afraid of being judged because somebody will criticize you have you faced online criticism here on linkedin um and how did you handle it and how do you handle it yeah uh, of course uh, when i first started especially people um uh, judge you that you know I'm trying to portray myself as an expert or what you know I that was not what I was trying to do I was more about I was more on challenging my journey itself and uh, you know sometimes when you put um, 
something out there in terms of your own own point of view or your thoughts you know people will try to have their own point of view and try to judge you at the same time so it comes back to the first thing that i say you have to you know uh, realize that if you put yourself online people are going to judge you no matter what you know it could be positive and negative right so there are 100 of positive comments one or two negative comments would influence us the whole day which is you know it's a human thing we usually get into the negative thoughts uh, so easily but that's what i have learned to control over time that you know you just have to ignore the negative thought uh, negative comments because it's going to come in every now and then it's not always i would say it's, yeah. it's going to come in every now and then but i just choose to it choose to ignore it and in the beginning i would say it was a little difficult uh, that you know uh the first uh, thing that i told you just now as well that it shouldn't stop you from keep going because you have to remind yourself that judgment is going to come that shouldn't stop you from going and that's what i told myself that you know this one single comment shouldn't stop me from continuing my journey because i'm here for a different purpose and then one person who i don't even know who doesn't have a profile photo who doesn't even come back to your next post shouldn't actually influence what you want to put in uh, in your journey through building your brand on any platform yeah okay great advice um so i'm going to actually ask you a little selfish motive of course because i love hearing about creators right and how they plan their content strategy and you're right it's about consistency but consistency does not happen unless you plan so how do you plan your content strategy like you know do you easily get up you have your setup you just do the videos or there's some planning around that okay um a lot of people talk about content planning you know make sure that you have your you know content ready so that you stay consistent um, you know every day so you don't miss it out but when i first started let me be frank with you that i never had any content plan hmm. um it was a day to day thing that Uh, it was on top of my list that I have to do it every single day, and the thing is, I always find inspiration in order to what to write on LinkedIn, okay. and the inspiration actually comes from the things that I do in a day to day basis. I don't go and find outside, but I find from things that I do. So if I don't find inspiration on that day, then I know that I have to do something different. It could be maybe I need to go and read a book. It could be maybe I need to listen to a podcast. it could be maybe i need to you know get in uh, talk to my uh, my client and see what kind of problems that they are facing they just do different things and your inspiration will come from there um staying consistent on platform i think when branding it comes to you it's what you do in a daily basis is what you need to share with people and um rather than stressing yourself what type of content that i have to create looking to your day to day um things itself because that's where your branding is branding is yeah. and it's important also to have a team when it comes to building your content when you only have one kind of content going out people can actually get bored as well like yeah. if you post daily videos on the same inspirational posts every single day yeah. then people can also start getting bored because maybe because you start building uh, you know some people who truly follows your content if you having the same type of content then they you know they might want to back off of it sometime because don't have the right same content so having team in terms of the type of content so i try to create um, educational content one 
usually we say, okay, on Mondays, I try to, now that I have changed a little bit, so on Mondays, my articles will go out. So Tuesday, I'll put in more, um, more on inspiration or educational. Then Wednesday, I go live. Thursday, I repeat by the inspirational education. And last day, more for fun things. Okay. Um, so making it uh, different, but it has to be within uh, your own niche and you're trying to talk to your own people. Yeah. That should skip being that. So I would say if you want to stay consistent, one, make it priority. Make it at, as the top of your list. Whether you're going to schedule it or not, it's up to you what works for you. For me, uh, sometimes I schedule it, depending if um, I have a few content that I'm you know, ready if on that day that I find that I don't have much um, motivation, you know, then I just pick one or two. If not, then I like to create content and day-to-day basis because I'm more inspired on that on a day-to-day basis uh, yeah. things that I do. And I always have, uh, you know, notes on my phone where I take note every single thing that, you know, okay, I can write about this, then I keep the yeah. notes there. So I can go back and, you know, write the content in the future. And having different kind of team of content will keep you uh, inspired at the same time. That means you are also not creating the same type of content again and again, so you don't get bored as well. So, yeah, it totally depends on what works for you, whether you're going to schedule or create content on a daily basis, but make sure that, uh, you know, you are creating varieties of content. Yeah, thank you. That's so insightful. Uh, so my last question, last but one question, before I let you go, what's a day in your life look like? And uh, of course, then my uh, last question is your advice to women entrepreneurs out there who are still on the fence thinking about getting started, holding back. So both of these. Okay, so what's the day in my life? Right? Okay, so um, I'm not a person who wakes up early in the morning, start with meditation and all that, no. So let me be frank with you. I wake up, uh, it could be around 8 or 9 p.m., 8 or 9 a.m., sorry. 8 or 9 a.m. with my daughter. So uh, she's uh, together with me. So when she wakes up, um, we wake up together. Then I'll play with her on the bed. And then, uh, you know, I feed her and then send her to the daycare. And then I start my day. So it could be maybe I go to the gym or I will come back and then I will sit on LinkedIn. It's the first thing that I do. On LinkedIn, um, I will uh, I don't post, but rather I engage with people. Uh, so reply to all the comments and then engage on people's posts. Maybe I spend 30 or 40, 45 minutes on that. And then I will prepare the lunch. So I like to, uh, you know, uh, take time to prepare my lunch. So I prepare lunch, I eat. And then I will start the productive work around 1, 1.30. So my productive work starts at 1, 1.30. And then that goes until 6. Um, and then, you know, I, then I spend most, most of the time with my daughter and my, my husband. And then that goes until 9. when she goes to sleep. And then I take a break until 10. Then I'll work again at 10, 10 o'clock. And that goes until 1 or 2 a.m. And I, I'm, I'm a person who works at night. So uh, my productive works is between two to six and ten to one. Okay. And uh, yeah, that's the way I work. I'm trying to change it, but I think this is what works for me uh, for now because I have a daughter. So it's difficult, difficult for me uh, to adjust the schedule. Uh, what I want. <laughs> yeah, I know. The, and the early days of motherhood, there are so many um, changes, right? And it depends. The night that you think you're going to sleep or wake up early is the night that the child has stayed awake all night. Yeah. Or they've 
fallen sick, so it's really hard to plan. Uh, your advice before I let you go, um, your a piece of advice to people who are watching this, who are thinking about should I, should I not, holding back. Okay, um, okay. So when it comes to branding, I think every single person need to have brand for themselves. Uh, it used to be optional, but now I guess even a house, um, you know, housewife need to learn how to build their brand because it goes. It's very simple. Building a brand means is for yourself, uh, for your future. So any kind of success that you're looking at, it could be you know getting a different kind of job that you want. It could be you know uh, you know uh, looking for the opportunities that you want. You know can be finding for uh, becoming a speaker. Any kind of opportunity that you want can be built, can come to you by you building a brand. So yeah. if you're looking into a successful life for you in the future you know build a brand for yourself so people had a very bad impression when we talk about influencer so building a brand is not about becoming an influencer um in some ways uh it is you you find that it is the same but an influencer is someone who you know promotes products uh you know um influencing people to buy a certain kind of product but branding is more about yourself. You're sharing about you uh, because why now it's so important to why people are so interested to know about us is because of our personal stories. Um, yeah. General information, we can get it from Google. Everyone can read up anything they want. Everything is available out there. But what's the, ex people want to learn about experience. Personal experience is a major breakthrough when it comes to branding. And yeah. that will actually set you apart from anyone. So uh, my advice would be never hesitate to put yourself out there. Uh, of course, be uh, intentional with what you're sharing and why you are sharing it. But make right. sure you don't stop yourself, uh, you know, knowing that it's going to bring success for you in the future. Amazing, amazing. Thank you so very much. Uh, that is my last question. Uh, thank you so much for your time with us. Uh, and I look forward to your journey. And I look forward to staying connected and uh, following you along your journey on LinkedIn. So all the very best to you. And uh, again, uh, all, uh, we, uh, thank you again for your time today. Thank you, Savitra. And thank you to everyone who's listening. You can come and connect with me on LinkedIn. Um, Lisa Mitra will give the link. So I really look forward. You can send me a DM and say that you, uh, you know, found me through her podcast or through her video. So really looking forward to speak to you all. Thank you so much, Savitra, once again. Um, it was a joy being here. Thank you. Uh, for all the people watching, I'm going to drop Shalini's LinkedIn uh, with this video. Uh, I would recommend connect with her. She has so much value on her page. So if you're not already following her, please follow her. And uh, thank you, Shalini. On that note, I'm going to say bye to everybody. Thanks. Bye. Thank you for listening to the podcast. If you like this episode and you want more, you can go to the show notes on my website, which is successwithsavita.com forward slash podcast if you like what you've heard so far i would be grateful to you if you could leave me a five-star review subscribe to this podcast and share with a friend who may find this useful you can also follow me on my instagram at success with Savita and dm me any questions you may have and i will be happy to answer them for you until the next episode believe in yourself and all the best to your success